Ghana Talk Radio. Ghana Talk Radio is a volunteer-only, non-profit blog talk radio show that is not endorsed by Ghana Caddick. Ghana Caddick is not responsible for any of the content or comments made by anyone on the following show. Ghana Talk Radio will not be selling or requesting anything in the name of Ghana Caddick. This show is a unique opportunity for everyone who supports her to get together on a regular basis to try to catch each other up on everything Ghana. Our hope is that this show will be an additional fun place for everyone to participate and enhance our continued support of this amazingly talented woman. Well, hello and welcome back to Stana Talk Radio. Tonight is May 3rd, 2016, and this is Cheryl in Kansas. Hi guys, this is Elena in Brooklyn, New York. And Mia will not be with us tonight. She's studying hard for her finals on her master's. So go, yeah. Mia, go. Go, Mia. Go, Mia. <laughs> uh, but she knows what the topic is for these next three weeks. Um, this was a fantastic idea that Elena had. Um, originally, we were going to just do a tribute once we learned this knowledge about Sana's um, <laughs> budgetary cuts by ABC. I guess I'll say it that way and that both Donna and Tamla were not going to be asked back if there's a season nine. Anyway, we kind of let this sit in for a while, but Elena had a great idea to let's take and over the next three weeks and let's do an in-depth um, discussion about the character of Beckett. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Elena, and we're just going to go right into the roundtable tonight since we know lots of people want to talk about this. Um, all the people that are on via Skype are just flying into the queue now. Elena, and I'll go look everybody up that's already raised their hands. But we're not going to do any news. We already know what the news is. Um, and we are looking forward to all of Donna's next projects, including this fall with all of her films, that she, those independent films that she's done in the past, that should be coming out, which will be exciting, and we're all going to build up for that and everything. But for now, tonight's focus is on the character of Catherine Beckett. So, Elena, turn it over to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I know that a lot of people, myself included, aren't really watching the episodes right now, so it will be a little hard to conduct a roundtable on something I haven't seen. Uh, so I figured this was really the best way to spend uh, the next uh, few Tuesdays. Uh, and I know, like Cheryl was saying, a lot of people out there, um, they'd most likely rather focus on this anyway um, than talking about, uh, you know, these episodes that, may or not be enjoyable to watch. So, yeah, so we're going to we're going to start off our next kind of series, I guess you want to say of this tribute to uh Kate Beckett. Um and just talking about what is it that has meant so much to you about this character. Um for however you want to come out that question's up to you. Um but let's I think that's a great way to start it off. So, what does Kate Beckett meant to you and yeah, I mean, why is this such a loss for you as a viewer? Okay, um, so let's see who's got their hands raised. Cheryl's letting me know right now. Let's see. Okay, so uh, let's bring let's bring Terry in here. Hey, Terry, welcome back to STR. Hello. Good evening. Hi, Terry. Hello. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? 
I'm all right. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I'm glad you're here to start off our discussion tonight. So what has the character meant to you over all these years and seasons? She's meant a lot, actually. (laughs) Um, I guess I've never, ever had a character that I just fell madly in love with, and I I just loved everything about not only the character but the actress who portrayed her. Um, I look back on the many years that I've, you know, been thrilled to watch her perform, and I guess one thing that sticks out in my mind is the the depth of my caring for her. I just always had such a, um, you know, soft spot in my heart for her um, because of her, you know, feeling toward her mom's murder and getting lost in the rabbit hole for so many years and, you know, I, I lost my dad suddenly in uh, 2001, very, very sudden, unexpected. And um, I, you know, I think I identified a little bit with how bad you can go down a rabbit hole when you lose somebody uh, unexpected. Um, and, you know, it changes your life forever. And it did change her life. And it, it just took so long for her to, um, you know, be more than she was and, you know, I remember that line that she said in one of the episodes that said, I want to be more than who I am. Mm-hmm. And that always resonated with me um, for the character of Beckett because she wanted to be, she tried to be, but she was being held back. And she needed somebody to come to her, which was Castle, and bring her out of her shell. And in the earlier episodes when she was so kind of serious and straight-laced and, you know, he would make her laugh or just smile or smirk in the beginning of the series. I I doubt that that particular character had done a lot of that, you know, in her life at that particular time. So I think that she liked the idea that he was making her feel things that she hadn't felt in a very, very long time. So Mm -hmm. in, in, in that essence, She's been by far my favorite character of all time. My, you know, just the person that I just loved dearly and always look forward to tuning in to see what, how she would act, how she would portray her emotions. Um, Just everything that she did, I just was, was so involved in, everything that she was trying to portray on screen. And I and I tribute, you know, Donna for playing that character to the nine because there's I don't think there's anybody that could have portrayed that character in the depths that she did because she bought into that character. She made it her own. And for me, that is like the ultimate talent because, you know, she was a relative newcomer to, you know, mm-hmm. acting and she just wowed. Like, obviously, when they hired her, they said she wowed right from the beginning. And, you know, I think she's just, you know, the depths of her strength, as Castle once told her. She she just had the depths of strength. And just, I guess, to answer your question, she's by far the most riveting character and the best character uh, that I've ever, ever had the privilege of watching. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, that's... Um really what it felt like a lot is uh, like a, a privilege to kind of um, watch her really evolve over, you know, the last 
several seasons, and like you were saying, that just the how she started out, this kind of very, you know, jaded, hard person, and just very, very slowly but surely evolved into this. I wouldn't say completely different character, but just a, the best version of herself, and that's what she, you know. That's what she had wanted all along, um, and so it it really is. Un, unfathomable in a lot of ways for a lot of people, I think, uh, to think one way or another, no matter what happens, there's only two episodes left where she'll be part of the story, and that's it's really unthinkable in a lot of ways. I, I really <laughs> can't wrap my my mind around that. Um, but yeah, I I had to agree with you, Terry. I think that for that's a good way to put it for a lot of people. It's, it felt like a privilege in a lot of ways. I uh, and I don't know. I, I had I had no idea what you were going to ask, so that was just coming strictly off the cuff. <laughs> but well, I I I'm I I think I said what I wanted to say. It's just yeah, it's so hard to um, fathom that a character that has been pretty revered by the network and by the fans and by the show and her coworkers and so on, that, like you said, it's unfathomable to me that this could have happened because I guess that you had talked about it a couple weeks ago about, like, of all the scenarios, this was not one that anybody ever thought or saw coming. And I just think they just, truly, truly, truly made the biggest mistake, and I am just livid to this day, you know, about that decision, and I don't see any positive coming out of it. I don't see any positive for anybody involved in the whole scenario. I don't see it as a positive. So, um, you know, I hope I hope they get what they got coming to them as far as um, what they think is going to happen and what they hope is going to happen, because I don't think that's going to happen. So, I'm, I am a little bitter about it, and yeah. um, you know, it's just it's just unbelievable how when you have a good thing, you know, just like in life, you have something good going, and then you know, why do they have to wreck it? Why do they have to always wreck something that's good? So I just, you know, I just am really reeling from it still, and yeah. I don't have any sympathy for anybody who made those decisions. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cheryl, Cheryl, and I were to chatting before, and there's there's always the possibility that you know Stana herself might have felt ready to move on in some ways and and uh, but how if that was part of it the deal or at at least um, even if it was never voiced if she was kind of like if she's okay with moving on it just wasn't doesn't appear to have been handled in the right way I mean to be labeled mm-hmm. as part of like a budgetary decision right it makes you right. it makes you sound expendable. And um, it's just it's just really it's 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 disrespectful to who she is and what she's brought to the show because you know she's been such a um, a cheerleader for the show since day one and a huge supporter of 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 her of this show always making it known that she's very proud to be part of it and how much she enjoys it and so yeah it's just even if it's even if it's the case where she herself was thinking she would have liked to have moved on anyway, it just 
it wasn't handled, I don't think, the right way. And so I think people are very, you know, upset for different reasons, but a lot of them is because um, we we are so attached to this character, and she means a lot to different people, um, different things to different people. And like you said, for yourself, the character just, her dealing with the sudden loss of her of her mother spoke to you in your way because of your situation at, mm-hmm. with the loss of your father. So, um, so that's why I'm interested to hear tonight what it is about the character of uh, Kate Beckett that really has them feeling connected, or had the, like how did they feel connected to her? And so that's your way, you know. And um, and I'm sure we'll hear a lot of similar kind of stories almost as we go along tonight so thanks terry for kicking off uh, our conversation and as always we always enjoy hearing from you um and we always enjoy your you know you're very passionate fan and we i really love hearing um hearing from you week after week so thank you thank Thank you you very much thank you very much sure okay um so let's bring ellen in here Hey, Ellen, welcome back to STR. Hi, thanks. How is everyone? All right, how are you? I'm doing okay. You're all right? You hanging in? You sound like me. You sound like me. Yeah. yeah. I was teary before yeah. the show. I have no idea. It just hit me all of a sudden. I know. Cheryl got emotional in the in the back room. So we, we have our behind-the-curtain room. So, yeah, it's an emotional time. I mean, it's so you know, it might seem to people that don't understand, like, oh, you know, you're being silly. It's just a TV character. But I think for a lot of people, um, she means a lot more than just like just this character on the show that I like. And so, what what would you like to say about that, Ellen? What does she mean? What is what does Beckett meant to you as a character? Well, it's kind of odd because when I first started watching Castle, it was because I knew Nathan Fillion. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I'd seen uh Firefly and um two girls that got in the pizza parlor and <clears throat> liked him but the reason I keep wa- I kept watching Castle was because of Stana. Um she just brought she brought this character of um this detective bigger you know, bigger than life. Um and I deal with a lot of veterans, and the the one thing that really hit me through all the, I like a lot of the episodes, but uh, Kill Shot, Mm -hmm. because I I see a lot of people with PTSD, and PTSD can can manifest itself in many ways. It's not just combat vets or, you know, that people always think that it's like the military people. you get in the military, and I know I hear your baby. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting here co-hosting, so <laughs> he's reaching for my headset. <laughs> I guess he he wants to talk. <laughs> so sorry about that. Go ahead. That's right. Um, yeah, that that episode really brought to light to me the talent that this uh, actress had. Um, and just following her in her personal journey as Kate Beckett, I mean, uh, like I said, it, it's 
it's hard to put into words the emotions that you have when you're, yeah, it is just a television show, but there are so many things that you, you can see in your own life or in your own surroundings that are very similar but yet different. <clears throat> and I also like the way that one minute she could make you laugh and the next minute you were crying right with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a phenomenal actress. And I'm trying to think of this as <clears throat> her moving on to doing much better things and getting all the uh, awards and accolades and uh, that she so deserves rather than, you know, staying on a show that even though <laughs> it's Castle, it, yeah, without without Beckett, I mean, I don't think the show would have lasted as long mm-hmm. as it had. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I am sad to see that she is not going to be in the show anymore. I have kind of, I kept, I do keep watching, Um, but um, yeah, it's hard because when you see her in scenes, it's like, okay, she's in this one, but she's not going to be there much longer. Yeah, yeah, it hurts, you know, and it's it's like the the ABC executives kind of, yeah, they kicked us in the teeth. And they kicked her in the teeth. <laughs> and it's just, it's a sad commentary on the way that television does business these days. Yeah. There's not a real sense of loyalty. You no. know. Um, yeah, and I, that, I think, you know, what you were just saying about as you're watching, what you're, what you're thinking that she's here now, but, you know, there's only a couple, a few more episodes, a few more scenes, and um, I think that beyond the fact that I'm just disgusted, um, I, I feel like I'm avoiding watching because it's it's really upsetting to think like, you know, there's there's only a finite amount of scenes left, and um, I just, you know, I know that there's, you know, a lot of people are really commenting and kind of rallying that. They'd rather have the show canceled than have it go on without her, and I absolutely agree with that. Um, not that I want people to lose their jobs and, you know, the people that are, you know, innocent and all this nonsense. Um, but just for the integrity of the of the story of this show that we've all loved so much for the last, you know, eight seasons, I'd rather just let it go um, than have it continue as some kind of shell of itself, you know, and... But unfortunately, that's not really predicted, like, going to happen like that. Most people, most of these TV insiders seem to think that uh, it's almost not a guaranteed renewal, but a likely renewal. So, um, yeah, and I'd rather see it go, honestly, just, you know, go out with dignity than kind of piecing together some cockamamie story (laughs) to keep it going. Um, kind of like beating a, dead, beating a dead horse, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, I think she really outshined Nathan. Um, Nathan is good at the comedy, but you can say that. When, <laughs> this yeah. is on a talk radio. Say it all you want. <laughs> I mean, she. she 
I don't. I, it's just so hard for me to the way that I feel. And you know, I from about season four when her popularity was getting better, higher and higher and higher, and Nathan's was kind of going not so much. Um, and yes, I I, <laughs> I think he's a, a fabulous comedian, but as far as Acting ability, I think Donna outshines him in all ways. Well, I think it's like what you had said at the beginning of your comments. Um, people, a lot of people came to the show because they they knew Nathan, and that's that's why it's, um, the the show caught my interest when they were when ABC was promoting it, and I thought, oh, that's oh, I, I like Nathan. You know, I had seen him in, um, on a couple of TV shows and in a couple movies. And um, so I thought, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'll check that show out. And like you, you know, that, that was kind of came for Nathan. And But then I didn't know Stana from anything. I'd never seen her before in my life. And it was really quickly clear that there was something special with, the, you know, with the two of them, but especially with her and just her ability to really bring this character to life. And I think that she's really, she's been the emotional kind of heart of the show all along. And it's going to be, a, I feel like, a devastating loss. And I don't know if the network particularly cares, but, um, you know, obviously for... Andrew and Terry, who really created this story, they're they're devastated because they understand what a loss of this character is, and along with the character, of course, the the actress that portrays her. So, um, I don't think I don't think you're alone in that by far, uh, by far, Ellen. So, um, I have a, a last question. Um, sure. I know this year she was producing. Yeah. Uh, the show. Yes. They're going to get a new producer, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just hoping, and I think that it is the case where all that she's learned on this show, both behind the camera and, you know, in front of the camera, and I think all that is going to just only help her on her next step. You know, so... Um, no matter what, I'm sure she'll look back on these last eight seasons with mostly, I hope, positive thoughts. And um, I, I'm sure as an actress, Donna has grown a lot, you know, because of her getting to play such a great character. So, um, yeah. So I guess we'll see what comes next for her anyway. But nothing, uh, nothing but good things, I'm sure of it, because she deserves it. So, uh, yeah, so thank you, Ellen, very, very much. Um, so we have a few more people with their hand raised, so we'll uh, see what other friends would like to talk about tonight. So thanks, Ellen, and thanks, Terry. And let's bring Brenda in here, Cheryl. Which one? A V. Brenda V. Hey, Brenda, welcome back to STR. Hi. Hi, Brenda. <laughs> How are I'm you? Good. I'm- um, 
I'm okay. I'm talking funny because I had some major dental work done yesterday, so please excuse that. Oh, okay. Well, um, I hope you're feeling all right. Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, what I can tell you about uh, my feelings about Beckett, when I first, um, first time the show was on, um, I had been reading these books by J.D. Robb called the In-Death Series, and it was about this rich guy that followed around a homicide cop. And the premise, I enjoyed the book so much that the premise of Castle sounded similar, so I said, well, i got to watch this. And the first time she walked down that hallway towards the camera, that was it. I was hooked. Hmm. And and then I, after a couple of shows, I was, I just could not not watch it because I felt like, um, at the time, I was going through a very, very dark period in my life. And I felt like this woman, obviously much more beautiful than me, but she was going through the same types of emotions that I was. And so it was like I had to watch her to see how she handled these different things because I didn't have anybody to bounce my feelings um, off of to, to, you know, to to know am I doing the right things, am I making the right decisions, that kind of stuff. And so I was so hooked just watching her go through all of the stuff that she went through and how she handled it and stuff. And it was just like she became a crutch for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I eventually got, you know, out of that situation um, there's some things about it that will never go away, but I've learned to live with them. And I really and truly think it's because watching that show and watching how she handled all of the things that happened to her helped mm-hmm. me get through what I was going through. Yeah. So I'm really going to miss that because, well, I say that, but from Season eight, that to me doesn't count, um, except for a couple of episodes. Um, the rest of the time, it was the Nathan Fillion show, and I didn't like it. And not that I don't like Nathan as an actor, but it just didn't fit in with what I had fallen in love with as a show and as um, watching Beckett. She wasn't there. She wasn't. She wasn't, uh, it wasn't as in-depth, you know, her character this year. And it was a big disappointment for me. So it's rough. I'm, I'm, you know, I have the ups and the downs, but it's rough, you know, knowing that she's not going to be there anymore. And, of course, the next character she has isn't going to be anything like Beckett. But I'm still going to follow her. I'm still going to enjoy her. Um. I will say that the, um, Beckett wasn't her first character that I ever saw because um, I saw her the first time on, um, I can't even think, The Librarian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this lady is funny. She's gorgeous. She's funny. She's talented. And she's a little quirky. 
And I just love that character even. Even though it was a vampire, I just was like, all right, this actress is really cool for her to be able to, you know, do all these crazy little things, you know, and here she's a vampire and you're falling in love with her. Yeah. So I knew ahead of time that I was going to really enjoy watching her on Castle because I had seen her on um, The Librarian. But anyway, like I said, I'm going to miss her as Beckett the character Beckett, but I'm looking forward to seeing what Stana creates next. Yeah, I think... That's what I hold on to. Well, you know, she's just got... There's just something about Stana um, that it makes it very easy to kind of fall in love with these these characters that she brings to life, whether she's playing a detective or a vampire (laughs) or, you know, um, I mean... you know anything anything that you've ever seen her in um you could you can say that she just brings something really special to the screen and i think that um for a lot of a lot of people that over the years just kind of sharing either on str or on social media just their kind of um you know their admiration for sana um that's not me <laughs> Musical interlude. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was from Librarian Three. <laughs> oh, okay. um, you know, I just think that that's something that you hear again and again and again is that you could watch her on screen do anything, and you're kind of immediately uh, sucked in, or you you just fall in love with the character that she's bringing to life. And I think also for a lot of people, you hear that that um, refrain of you know, I started watching Castle during a tough time in my life. And uh, there's something about Beckett as a character that either kind of encouraged me or inspired me or just gave me a reason to smile for an hour of my week if everything else was was pure crap. At least this hour I had something to distract me or something to enjoy. Uh, And so I think that it's, it's, it's remarkable how much this character has really, really meant to people, where it's not just that people are sad to see her go and like, oh, well, you know, that sucks, but meh. Um, it's like you're, it's kind of like you're mourning a loss of a friend. And I know that's how I feel, and that's why I really can't watch. I can't do it. It's not even I'm just not watching because I'm indignant and I'm, you know, putting my foot down. I I can't do it. I can't watch because I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine saying just saying goodbye. And so I don't know how I'm going to handle the the season finale because. That's obviously her last episode, so I don't know what I'm going to do, if I'm going to watch it when it's on or if I'm going to wait until I feel like I'm ready to watch it. I don't know. But, um, it's yeah, it's a loss. It's a loss. I think that a lot of us feel like we're losing a friend, and it's very sad in a lot of ways for a lot of people. So, And <sighs> I have to just one little thing. Today is the 19th anniversary of losing my sister. So Sorry to hear that. I, I lost, you know, it's like, and to me, Beckett is like losing another sister. So it's hard. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. 
No, you're not. Right. You're definitely emotional not. Again. I don't mean to. Sorry about that. No, I mean, it's just, it's emotional for a lot of people for various reasons. And um, I think that it's going to be, it's it's going to be hard to watch that episode, whether you're watching it live or you're going to watch it later on. But it's just hard to say goodbye to a character that um, has meant um, meant so much to so many of us. So, so thank you very much, Brenda, for calling in and for sharing your thoughts with us tonight. Um, let's. Let's see, we have a few more ladies with their hand raised. Um, So let's bring Judy in here. Okay, let me find her. Where did she go? Oh, she's no longer in the queue. We must have lost her, Judy. Oh, oh, here she is. Oh, she just hung up. I just lost her again. Oh, here she is. (laughs) Judy. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Judy. You're going up and down on my little uh, queue here. And there she is. And then, no, there she is. So, Welcome back to STR. Thank you. I, I was in the queue, and I had to take myself out because I wasn't sure I could talk <laughs> after mm. listening to people. So anyhow, I decided when you called on me, I put myself back in again. So I'll try and hold it together. Well, do the best you can. No, and... no I, I'm okay until I hear hear everybody talking about it and it's just it's so it's still so raw and I, Elena I think you hit it on the head for me it's like um it's like losing a friend or a family member that's the kind of emotion it's it's brought up and it's it you know you know intellectually it's a TV character but that character has imprinted in my life so strongly that it's it is it's like losing a friend or a family member and it, it's mm-hmm. hard um i think the character was great the way the writers had written beckett um and i think that whole story was a very strong story um but there was something uh about stana that brought it to life and made it real and Beckett was in our house weekly and so it was like she was part of the family and you went through struggles her ups and her downs and her fun times and her sad times with her and it and it just it was like part of your life and I think that's that's what's so hard for me. Mhm. Yeah. You know, um she's a character that we've rooted for. Right. For you know the last eight year eight seasons, and we've seen her struggle, we've seen her succeed, we've seen her had her heart broken and fall in love and grow up in a lot of different ways, and um, just you know have great success in her career and get married and solve her mother's case, and we you know there's been there's been so many moments for her that we've really, I think, felt every victory that she's had, we've celebrated with her. And every heartbreak, like I still can't bring myself to watch the season finale of of season two mm-hmm. um, because I my heart just crumbles for her when Castle mm-hmm. walks away with Gina. And... Um, you know, you feel like you're 
you're watching, like you, you know, like we've been saying, a good friend kind of get her heart broken, and mm-hmm. and, um, and it's you know, it's I kind of like equal parts what the character that Andrew and Terry created, and also what Sana brought, uh, Sana brought to the character that made her so prolific and someone that you really felt feel like you felt like you you knew her and right, right. um you know and so it really is a, just a testament to the work done to create this character both on paper and on screen and how she's not just someone that it's like man I'll miss that character like how so many people still miss Captain Montgomery. Yeah, we we miss him, but it wasn't something that you feel so person like so personal. Um, you know that you feel like you're really mourning uh, for a friend you're about to lose one way or another. No matter what the fate of this character is, um, it's it's a loss, and you feel it. Right. You feel it deep down inside. You know. Right. I mean, for me. Um, as I said, the character was written well, but I think what really brought it to life was Stana. And I, there's just, uh, you said it before, and other folks have said it, there's just something about her when she just captivates you and just draws you right in. And it's it, there's something, it's it's magical about her and and her acting ability, and um, and that's what that's what I um, so enjoy and and will miss. Seeing her every yeah. week, you know, and I'm looking forward yeah. to her movies and stuff. But it won't be like she's in your house in your living room every week. It, it'll be different. It'll be great, and I'm sure she'll be great. And and great, great things are going to happen. But it's yeah. different. It'll be different. It will be different. And you know, it's I, I almost started like laughing to myself, not in a funny way, like a, a maudlin kind of way <laughs> about a week ago and I was just reading um, through my timeline on Twitter and I was like, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would think that we were mourning the loss of Stana herself, like God forbid, you know, but it mm-hmm. was, people were very, very um, sad in what they were, how how they were talking about her and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, I was like, well, thank God that's not the case because, you know, we will see Stana in other things. Right, right. But like you said, it's still, it's like, yeah, and but it's just, it's not, it's it's going to be amazing and great and fantastic in its own ways to see these different characters that she's going to bring to life, whether on the small screen, on the big screen. Um, but it's still, Kate Beckett holds, you know, a very significant place in our hearts, you know, for a lot of us. It's what introduced us to Sana in the first place and right. how we became fans of hers. And so, yeah, you it, it is just a very, it feels like a very personal loss. And, you know, I know that there are tons and tons of people out there in this world that will say, well, I don't understand. It's, you know, it's just a TV character. And while it may be true that she's, quote, unquote, just a TV character, it's just, she's she's just been more realistic to, to a lot of a lot of us than many other TV characters have ever been. I, I can't think of another TV character that I've ever felt this 
kind of strongly about. And I think it is because of this partnership between Andrew and Terry and Stana, like, um, because um, she was such a wonderfully created character, like this vision they had for her, and they knew where mm-hmm. they wanted her to go. Mm-hmm. And and Stana knew where she wanted to take her. And uh, because of that, you know, really them being on the same page and being in such harmony about this character's trajectory and her internal struggles and her growth. Um, I just think something really, really singular was born on screen that you don't see very often. And it's a shame that her performance has been so overlooked besides like people's choice awards. But, you know, um, we always say all the awards for Sana. Right, right, exactly. And she, she, um, she did such a fantastic job of creating this character that I mean, here we are two weeks after we finding out that she's not coming back, and it, it, the pain isn't really going away. Um, it's if it's not increasing, it's at least staying the same for many people. So, I think it's a really interesting phenomenon, and you don't see it happen very often you know i've watched other tv shows where important characters were uh either killed off or left you know left the show for one reason or another and i've never seen this kind of reaction um to to that kind of backlash i certainly have never had this kind of reaction before and 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 sometimes i'm thinking oh my god judy what's the matter with you but it's um because i've never felt that way before but the yeah certainly is this time yeah yeah it's it's a first i think i think it's the first time that many people have had this kind of reaction where it's not just like oh man <laughs> oh the show's not gonna be the same oh that stinks oh you know i'm can't believe this is happening this is this is something different this is a different kind of reaction what, and what, don't you think it's because Andrew created this character that was relatable from all yep. age groups right. of women? I think women, as obviously the majority of the viewers of Castle are women. They, you know, Nielsen knows mm-hmm. that. Even the network knows that. So her loss, if you will, and we'll just say it that way, is tremendous, especially for the women who have championed her and um, – We've put a lot of hopes and dreams seeing it through what she's wanting to have happen. And the fact that we, um, Andrew, from the very beginning of the show, kept referring to Beckett as we're going to peel back the layers <laughs> of this onion called Beckett. And we all were right there as each layer came down, each wall came down. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. she was opening up to new things, and we felt like this is so cool. We're right there watching this woman that we all admire from one aspect or another, whether it's from her being a leader at work, her how smart she is as a, as a human character. Um, I think that's it. She's a human character that we could all relate mm-hmm. to. So, mm-hmm. okay, sorry to interrupt. No, no, that oh. was right on, right on. Yeah, she's. That's we we've had that kind of conversation over the you know last few years more times than I can count about how. Sometimes with her, it was two steps, you know, two steps forward, one step back, and you get frustrated with her, and you kind of want to, like, throttle her and yell at her, but at the same time, you just wanted to kind of pick her up and carry her yourself over the finish line, and, you know, she was imperfect, you know, she's flawed, but um, she could be 
headstrong and stubborn and, you know, um, all these really frustrating things. But on the other hand, she was just, you know, she's brave and, and selfless and, um, and, and kind beyond belief in many ways. And, um, you know, it's just, I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know if there will be, you know, a finality to her character where, you know, she's killed off or if there's some kind of scenario where she's off screen somewhere doing something else. I don't know what that could be. Um, But it's not the ending we pictured for her. And I think that that is a a lot of, you know, a large part of people's anger and sadness is that you wanted better for her. And you you didn't want it to end up either that she gets killed off and no matter how it happens you just didn't want her journey to end there Um, and you don't want it to be like oh she's off somewhere else doing something different or she moved away or whatever the explanation could be is why is she not there you know why is she not living this kind of happily ever after that we you know in our mind's eye had kind of projected for her Um, so it's you know it's 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 sad. It's it's, it's aggravating. It's it's infuriating. And and I've always been of the mind. I've always said it a million times over. Watch what happens, and then make decisions. And I know I probably sound like a huge hypocrite right now, <laughs> but I will not watch. And I'm 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 really not being um, hypocritical in that I'm assuming that this is going to happen. That's going to happen. I just it's just so sad for me to watch it, knowing that it's the end for her. And I almost in some ways wish that, oh, I wish I didn't know until after the season was over because at least I would have then been able to watch it. But I just um, – and look, hey, maybe it'll end the way it ends. It, it'll it be somewhat uh, satisfying or I don't understand how that could be, but, hey, I'm leaving leaving it open to the possibility that I could be taken completely by surprise and I might be like, hey, okay, well, you know, at least it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm not holding my breath for that. But, um, you know, it's one way or the other, it's not what I hoped for for mm-hmm. her. And, again, I've always said, well, just because you hoped it would end up one way and it didn't doesn't mean that it's something to kind of like, you know, throw like a tantrum about or something but this is this is something quite different you know where you just feel like the character deserves something um, better yeah. yeah one thing i think one quality about the character that i think people latched onto at least um for myself it was important she's an honorable character Mm-hmm. And she, you feel like you can trust her, and she's fighting for and doing what's right, not necessarily what's easy, but what's right. And that's when you look mm-hmm. at the real world. Sometimes that's hard to find, and I think that's a that's one of the reasons why people really liked her as well, is because she was honorable. You felt you could trust her; that she was going to always try and do the right thing. And I and I think that's important. And that's yeah, that's that's kind of her. like. Yeah, it's kind of like a person that everyone hopes to be is the person that does what's right, not necessarily what's easy. And because right. those are usually usually mutually exclusive and it's not always it's not always uh the choice that people make to do the right thing versus the easy thing and 
she really she didn't always do you know sometimes she chose to kind of be dishonest with Castle because it was easier than being honest with him and open and what she should have done and that always right. came back to bite her in the ass in the end but um and when it really really counted in those big big moments um she would do what was right over what was easy and like you said that's an honorable characteristic that people look at and you're like yeah I wish I want to be like that you know I I look up to her so hi so thank you very much Judy um for your sharing your thoughts and I'm glad that you were able to uh you're able to do it because I know it's not easy (laughs) so thank you no thank you okay so we have Jacqueline calling in so let's get Jacqueline in here Hey, Jacqueline. Welcome back to STR. Hi, everybody. Hi, how are you? It's so depressing. I know. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It's so depressing. I'm like, I haven't been able to call for so long. Yeah. I'm like, I have to call tonight. Well, I'm glad you did because, you know, I mean, uh, it's always great to hear from our people that have been listening in for such a long time and have participated in different conversations we've had and over the years. And so, you know, looking back on on your experience with Castle, I mean, what has this character of Kate Beckett meant to you as a viewer? So I don't know if you guys remember, I said this on how did I start watching Castle? I started in season two when I my husband was away and I took my two kids had winter break. They were now they're ten and eight, but they were well, it was years ago, season two, went to Florida to stay by my grandmother. She was watching it. She goes, oh, this guy is so cute. And yeah, that. she's talking about Nathan. I started watching it with her. And I'm like, oh, I know him. Okay, one life to live. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at Stana. I'm like, oh, I'm like, she's so pretty. And I started watching the show. And then I went online. My husband was laughing at me. I would go on the computer and watch all the season. But I, I watched the whole season one on YouTube in one night. Uh, wow! And, and then I was addicted to it. Even my kids know, like about Castle. So yeah. my kids were yesterday. My kids were watching something on Disney Channel, and Nathan was on with the with the Muppets. And my oh, yeah. three year old says, "Mommy, look, Castle!" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so sad." And the yeah. whole, it, it was it was Passover last week, and the whole holiday of thinking, I can't watch the season finale. My niece, who's seventeen now lived in Lakewood, New Jersey, and they don't have televisions there. And she would come to my house and watch Castle. And I told her Stana was leaving. She was so mad. She was like, yeah. no, I am so sad. It was. It's just so depressing. What's, what's more depressing is now that my grandmother, I would talk to her every, every Tuesday. We would talk about dancing with the stars. and I'm very close with her, and unfortunately she's very sick with Parkinson's right now. And it's mm. like I haven't spoken to Now she's like in, in a rehab facility, and it's like – this just happened, like, over the last three weeks, and I'm like, but that was mine and grandma's show. Like, that was our, you know. Yeah. I literally called her every Tuesday, and I'm like, Grandma, did you watch Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, but did you watch Castle? Did you see what happened? After always, she called me up freaking out. She's in her 80s. She called hmm. me, did you see what happened? I was in California. Watch, I was in California with my husband. I watched it at 1 o'clock in the morning. She literally called me the next day. We were. I was talking to her about it for like two hours. It's just depressing. It's so depressing. Yeah. I, I also. I'm with you. I've watched other shows. I've been watching SVU since day one. And when, when what's his name, left, Christopher Maloney. When he left, mm-hmm. it wasn't the same. It was like, oh, 
Oh, ah, but the show's fun. When I heard Sana was leaving, I'm like, what the hell? How stupid. Yeah. It's just yeah. so sad. And just, I lo- you know what? I love her as an actress. I love the character. Sometimes whoever said that, I don't know, I agree with you scream at the TV, like, you know, with the things that she did. But you see how she grew over the years. And for them not to get the happy ending, like, the little castle babies, they finished this stupid, you know, this lock set thing is so stupid. I thought they were done with Bracken, and that was it. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this happened, and I'm like, what the heck is, what happened to the show? I know. I, I barely watched this year. I watched it, but I was on that. Usually, I'm glued to the TV. My If someone wakes up, my husband deals with them. I was, like, in and out of the room, not paying attention, you know? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm so sad. Yeah, I think it I is. think a lot of people at the beginning of Season 8 had a lot of hopes for Season 8, the minute we found out that right. Beckett was the captain. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you would have a different dynamic in murder scenes and things like that. Right. But they didn't spend any of the season really on that. And I think that's why a lot of people started tuning out because – yeah. Um, it was not the castle that we all know, meaning we thought the the ending right. of season seven, there's so many possibilities that could have happened for Beckett. And we come right. back and find out she's captain. And, um, you know, it just is like a, in a bigger level when they let, when they uh, didn't bring back um, Captain Gate, and yeah. now they're not bringing back Beckett or Laney. And what's odd right. is these are three women, you know. Uh, I don't yeah. want to use the word odd. Um, pretty suspicious, I should say, <laughs> um, that are integral to at least one of them, the, the co-lead. So, I don't know. I'm sure there's way more behind the scenes that we have no idea about that um, we all have suspicions about and people have said things Wait, about. I, I, I and, just have to, I have to, I have to just tell you, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did you see that Christina Applegate tweeted about this, about when they when they said she wasn't coming back? Yes. Did you see? Okay. In the summer, I was in the city, July 4th weekend, and I was in the park, and I saw Christina Applegate with her daughter, and oh. I was literally talking to her for an hour about Castle. Oh, really? And, okay. Great. My husband thought I was ridiculous. <laughs> it was It was Saturday, so I don't use my phone. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm observant, so I didn't have... So I'm talking to her, our kids were, were playing, and then I realized who she was. And then I, I was like, oh, my God, you love Castle. She was I love that kid. I'm literally talking to her for an hour, and I didn't ask her for a picture because I don't have my phone with me. She thought I was just some random person talking to her. Uh, but it was, uh, it was just so funny that literally people are tweeting like crazy. Do you see how many, how about, uh, Bern, what's, Ted Cruz bowed out? People are tweeting uh, on my feed, on my Twitter feed. It's more about Stana than than Ted Cruz. Okay, so what does that say? <laughs> well, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of emotional investment, I guess. You know, that's funny. Well, that's funny. Well, I think that uh, that's story a really about funny story. About, oh yeah, sorry, Cheryl. Go ahead. I think that yeah, story sorry. about your grandma was is very sweet. I think um, there's. Tons and tons of stories we've heard of people. I mean, I know in my case, some of my dearest friends I have now uh, all came out of uh, meeting them at Castle events or, or meeting each other online. Um, I think what Andrew created in these characters as a whole, this whole show and the atmosphere that he had really brought all walks of life, so to speak, together for for different reasons 
but we all fell in love with these characters. And so that's why this that, is so That's difficult. what it is. This was Andrew and Terry's vision and literally squashed by ABC and these other executive producers. Like, what the hell? You know, when, yeah. they, when, they, when they gave it over, I'm sure this is not what they expected. Like, Andrew, you, someone said it before. He was the biggest Sana fan. He loves her. He loves her. Yeah. He would never have this happen. So for this to happen right. on a show that he created, that's like, I'm baffled. I'm like, seriously? When they said it was budget cuts, I'm like, what What are we, like, uh, back in the 50s? Like, really? Like, this is, yeah. you know, women, you know? Come on. I mean. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, going back to Andrew and Terry, and this is their their creation, and they had often talked in interviews about, uh, you know, having an idea of where they wanted the story to end. Uh, right, and Which is definitely not. <laughs> and, you know, the way they would talk about it, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to claim to say, well, I know exactly what they were thinking. Of course, I don't. Uh, but I don't think this would, I don't think this was it. I mean, I mean, from Andrew's tweet that he was, you know, just devastated, I can't imagine that he was like, oh, finally. <laughs> they finally wrote that, you know, wrote Beckett off just like I had always planned it to happen. I, I can't imagine that this is what he wanted to happen, to have the show go on without her, because there really is, there really isn't a full story to tell without her. You know, the story, right. the show is called Castle, but it's not only about him. I mean, without her, there really is not, there is no him, but there's... No, but there's no, no him. The whole premise I don't of the wanna, story was... Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's just, I mean, so Adira... Stupid. That's what it is. It doesn't make any, it doesn't, so it just doesn't make, make sense to continue to tell the story Without her, I can't wrap my mind around how they're going to do it and what their plan is. I don't know. But um, I also saw Kelly Clarkson had tweeted. Because, oh, she did? Yeah, someone, yeah she's I a big Castle one. fan. Yeah, someone said, oh, so, someone, did someone tell nope. Kelly Clarkson about this? And then she was oh, like, oh, what? I did, see that. did you retweet that? Is it, I didn't, but um, I saw someone else retweeting it, and they were just. she was saying that, that's the only show that she gets a chance to watch. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um so obviously it's it's just uh yeah, it's 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 very it's very sad because again you kind of have to accept that at some point, yes, your favorite show will come to an end. You'll have to say goodbye to characters that you've grown to love. And for you know the last couple seasons when we didn't know what was going to happen with Castle and if it was going to come back or not, I had prepared myself a couple of times over to be like this. You know, we could this could be the last season. Just enjoy it. And right. um, and I, even this season, I was like, oh, this is probably it. I'm just going to try to you know really just enjoy it and and get my fill of these characters while I can. And now that this is how it's ending i uh, it's just it i wasn't i wasn't prepared for this for sure mm-hmm. how many anyone was i don't well, think anyone was um i can't see how anyone could have seen this coming but well don't you don't you think for a lot of people and people like me the story is now going to end cuz the story yeah. for me oh, yeah, has I won't always watch been if well, if, if they, i won't watch honestly i mean well, like i love Nathan and all but i don't 
I, it would be too weird and too like, no, 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 no. Like it might as well be called Beckett, not Castle, the show, because really, especially <laughs> the last few seasons, no, it's true. Her stars were on agree. the rise. And I she totally just she came out of nowhere. And she was like this force to be reckoned with on screen and off. As you a know? proud member of proud member of Teen Beckett since, you know, two thousand nine. I, I know exactly yeah. what you but I, I really think though for for a lot of fans of the television show Castle, the story has always been Beckett's. It's finding yeah. the killer of her mother and Castle was already established and the love story. Casket is very, very integral to the story because we knew they always were meant to be together. I mean, even Andrew has said that they're always meant to be together. And all the frustrations over the year, will they, won't they, and the whole, you know, fear of the moonlighting curse and all that junk. Stana has championed from the very beginning this yes, exactly. couple, this show. She's been out front saying, get them together. Let's make babies. The whole right, thing. Right. She's been the biggest cheerleader for this show called Castle. And I think that's what hurts so much for many of her fans is that um, she's put everything she could into preparing and performing this character, doing her research, getting to inside the minds of the writers and the directors to do the performances that they're wanting. And she did it. She knocked it out of the park. And each one of us as fans um, are saying all these wonderful things tonight about Stana's performance as bringing this character to life called Kate Beckett. So um, I think you're absolutely right, Jacqueline. Um, that's why even famous people like you've met in the park, which I think is so cool. No, it was the funny um, thing. I see this this little girl running through the sprinklers, and my, my daughter, who was two and a half at the time, was doing the same thing, and she's covering her face like, oh, God, my daughter's so embarrassing, and this is what Christine Applegate was doing, and we were just both laughing my daughter is such a free spirit. It took me a few minutes to realize it was her because she had no makeup on and she was already chilled out with her. It was just so funny. And I'm talking <laughs> to her, but my husband's like, you're nuts. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's what we do. You know, you know how many friends, I, people I know just from my own community, we're all friends on Facebook, everyone knows each other. But when you post the castle status and the people who comment, you become friends with them. It's really funny. That's really funny. That's a good story. That's it's really story. funny. My yeah. husband's like, did you tell everybody? I'm like, yes, I did. And well, I couldn't speak about it because it was Shabbat. And I had to wait for the That's <laughs> very funny. On a side note, your son is adorable, by the way. So Aw, thank you. He's a, he's a ham. He's finally fell asleep. I think his, his daddy took him from me. So he's uh, in his room that's sleeping, what, I think. That's what dads are for. I know he was. I told him he could he could kick off the show with me, but then he had to go to bed. So, (laughs) so thank you. I'm glad you could call in. It's nice talking to you, and thank you for sharing your 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 story with us. So, thank you, Jacqueline. Uh, Let's get Kate in here. Okay, let's do it. I'm gonna find her here. There's a big queue tonight. Okay, where did you go, Kate? Oh, here you are. Hey, Kate, welcome back to STR. Did you find mm-hmm. me? Don't lose Yeah, and congratulations on, on winning um, those pants. Oh, my gosh. I, oh. <laughs> Beckett's pants. Way to go. A.K.A. Stana's well, pants. Well, you know. Yeah. That's... And let me tell you, they're the 
tiniest things you have ever seen. Like, seriously, I can barely get my arm in the bottom of them. They're tiny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. You've got Stana's pants at your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, well, oh so, Kate. Um, oh. So we've had some good discussions so far tonight, and people really, I think, you know, just kind of coming from a very emotional place to talk about what it is that Beckett has meant to them for all these years. And so um, what would what would you like to add to the conversation? That's a good question. So um, I, I would just say, I mean, the, the character itself, I, I think, was... Um, I think I've always been drawn to TV shows that have strong female characters. So, like, I loved China Beach. Um, mm-hmm. That was a great, you know, great favorite of mine in the in the early 90s. And I loved uh, Friday Night Lights, and even though that was more around the football team and Coach Taylor, you know, you had Connie Britton's character as a very strong female and, and realistic, you know, character flawed and, you know, not perfect, and and along comes Beckett, and just kind of out of the blue, you know, there's, there was just something about her from that very first episode, frankly, from the promos, just in the way she kind of, you know, carried herself, but carried herself with vulnerability kind of baked in, that you sometimes saw more than than other times, but it was always there. Even when she was kind of tough as nails and badass, it was always kind of on the edge of being vulnerable. And I think for me that has is what has made this character so relatable. I mean, you know, Stana always talks about the fact that she's she's flawed and. And and I think that's absolutely right. I, I think in this day and age of, you know, Kardashians and, you know, this pop star and that pop star and, and you know, just people that have personalities that are so contrived. You know, here we had a character who, you know, was sure of herself in certain situations, um, you know, she knew how to do her job. She she knew she did her job well. She put everything she had into it. But she also then sacrificed other parts of her life and and put everything she had into that and, until, you know, she started to see what was there and, and see what opportunities were there to kind of open that up and, and grow. And, and so you had a character that you could – you could see yourself in and, and Cheryl, I, you know, I think you said it earlier, um, you know, it, it related, you could relate to it, whether you were a man or a woman, you could relate to some of the things that she was struggling with, whether you were 17 years old or frankly, you know, nine or 10 years old with some of these the folks that have their kids watching and that recognize, you know, the character of, of Beckett, but whether you were, you know, 17 or 27 or 40 or 60 or, you know, someone's 80-year-old, you know, Jackie's 80-year-old grandmother, you could relate to something about this character, her humor, her sense of honor, her sense of 
courage, her, you know, inability to open up, inability to let people get close to her. Um, There's some element of this character that was so richly written and and created by by Andrew and, and, you know, writers early on. But but really brought to life. I mean, I I think if you had asked Andrew, you know, on on day one what he expected from that character, and you know, I mean, clearly he had a vision for that character. It'd be interesting to kind of put that in a in a time capsule and then fast forward and and find out kind of his thoughts about what that character was, you know, after Stana had, had the opportunity to kind of really make her her own um, because that, and that's natural. I think for a, a lot of actors, you know, you, you take that and then you kind of create um, out of it, but, you know, she just brought such depth, I think of, of emotion and the ability to communicate so much through the character of Kate Beckett without even the dialogue. I think just, you know the yeah. facial expressions that that are really at the end of the day they're they're Stana, right? I mean she's portraying this character, but her ability to, um, you know, with one look, kind of go from communicating, you know, confidence to, you know, concern or uncertainty or, you, you know, discontent. I, I mean it's just an amazing ability to to bring this character into our homes and, and really make all of us feel what we're feeling right now for, yeah. for the loss of this character. Um, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I think we can all probably put it in the right perspective. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, this, this is a character. It's not, thank God, as you said, Elena, we're, you know, we're not here talking about the, the loss of the, the actor, the, you know, uh, Sana, we're talking about, you know, the loss of the character, but it's still extremely emotional. And, you know, that, that is, that is a, a person, a personality that, that we've come to know and, and know and, and had an opportunity to kind of watch grow over the last, you know, seven plus years. And, and I think in it, all of us have been able to see a, a little bit of ourselves change, not necessarily because of the character or because of the show. In some cases, that may be the, the case. But I think able to use that kind of as a mirror to to see how the evolution of, of someone takes place over, you know, a series of years and experiences and, and opportunities. Um, so it, it, it's unfortunate. I mean, I think it's it's sad that get the kind of ending that I think this character deserves. And, you know, I mean, you know, I texted you earlier and I'm like, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I don't know, you know, part of me, I, I don't think we're going to get a real happy, happy, happy ending. Because um, to me, a happy ending for this character isn't, you know, a, a contrived happy ending where, you know, they continue this next season and she's off doing something else. I just, I can't get my head around that because I can't think of a legitimate reason for for being able to write the character out of the show in, in that kind of fashion. I just think that 
cheapens everything. You know, very much the, the reason, the way I felt at the beginning of the season with the storyline of her kind of, you know, separating from Castle, it just kind of cheapens everything that that character has grown yeah. into and everything that character has 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 tried to overcome, you know, over the, the course of the show. And for me, I, I just struggle with that. But on the flip side, the the thought of this character being killed, I mean, that kill, that that kills me. <laughs> but I but I almost just feel like I I, I don't know. I, I I feel like at least for me, you know, I I want to see the character not be reduced to something you know that's just a footnote. And and I'm just not sure at this point how they're going to be able to do that. So I guess we'll find out in two weeks. But it's uh, yeah. you know I'm like you yeah, I, I I'm not watching the episodes and you know it's yeah it's just it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean that's something that's a concern to me too about how will how it ends up affect how I look back on yeah. on the show. And I the show has been so much to me and the characters meant so much to me over the years that I'm that's and I think that's kind of when I really get down to it, that's really why I'm almost like afraid to watch right now because yeah. I'm afraid it's going to make it hard for me to go back and watch my favorite episodes from the past or any episode because um I don't I don't know where it's going and I don't want to you know, claim that I'm like, yeah, this is definitely what's going to happen, and you know, and I don't know, I don't know what's how they're going to end end it up, and I don't know what their plan is for next season, um, but I can't wrap my mind around how they could possibly do it in any way that's like satisfying or makes yeah. me feel okay about it, and so, um, you know, that's really like, I guess, yeah, like just if I'm really have to kind of strip it down and analyze it. Why can't I watch? I think that's it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that it's going to take away, yeah, from, take away from the show that has meant so much to me that I almost kind of want to freeze it. <laughs> Where the last episode I watched before this whole nonsense really exploded, and um, yeah, I don't know, but it's just it's and hard I think, to but think, I think about that. The story's yeah, so compelling, though. Right. Uh, no. You, you, you've sat Cheryl, there for you every single year. You've watched the show. I mean, I'm talking about you and me and all of us out yeah. there. We've watched the show, and it's been. It hasn't been just a story. It's been a part. We've been a part of their quote unquote lives, and I think we forgot. We as an audience forget that this is a business by a company, and they're making the decisions about what we're watching, and that's what hurts. I think it's frustrating, and it's. It's you can't do anything about it. I mean, we're trying as hard as we can. I mean, everybody and his brothers out there, you know, having some slogan or another. Um, but really, yeah. in my mind, ABC has already made up their mind, you know. So mm-hmm. you're not going to change it is the way I feel about it. I mean, we can scream and yell and say I'm not going to watch anymore and all that stuff. And um, But, but, I, but I, I feel do, like – Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. No, I was going to say, I, 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 I think you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, unfortunately, I don't. I, I really, I really hope beyond hope that there is some small moniker of chance that ABC decides to cancel the show. I don't think that's going to happen. And, and I think you're right that I think the decision 
has been made and just hasn't been announced. But I do appreciate the energy that people have put behind demonstrating, whether it changes anything or not, what it does show is it does demonstrate, you know, maybe it doesn't change what happened with Castle, but maybe the next time it causes, you know, one of these showrunners or one of these executives to think a little bit differently. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I do, I applaud the people that have oh, me too. put their heart and soul in, into this. No, no, I know you, I, I know you do. Um, but I, I, I fear that you are correct that, you know, they're, at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the destiny is set. Um, but, um, but I think that it has been good to, to show that, you know, there are just some decisions out there. The, the fact that people who embraced the show, who kept this show from going off the air after, you know, the original 10 episodes – because we got behind it and we rallied and we, you know, kept it in the forefront and we kept it relevant with respect to TV shows and, and that sort of sort of thing, that, you know, a, a large you know, portion of that viewership has is now calling for us to, can, you know, calling for that show to be canceled. That speaks volumes. Oh, and I agree. And is it going to change anything? No. But but I but I do think that it speaks volumes and and Elena to your point I mean I'm I'm sitting here in my bedroom and I'm I'm looking at my TV and right underneath it are you know all the the, the season DVDs of Castle and and it kills me to to think that I am going to be at a point where I don't want to watch any of it and and I think that actually I will be able to to get to a point where. I might start with the last episode from, from season seven and just have that in my mind of that's how it ends and it ends with her getting a phone call and a murder and starting from the beginning and, and going back forward and just kind of blocking out whatever this ending is that happens in two weeks and and, and really just kind of focusing on that. I, I have a feeling I probably will be able to do that, but it's not going to come rapidly, which is unfortunate because – you know, like for many of you guys, watching reruns of Castle is the is the go to, you know, kind of background and stress yeah. relief and mm-hmm. and it it's it's just Don't unfortunate. You feel sorry for, I mean you feel sorry I T and T. I feel sorry for You know for what's really funny is I think I, I, really I think do. I yeah, I think I either tweeted this or I, I texted this to someone last night. I was like well, it's um, it's Monday night, and I'm not watching Castle, but I am watching TNT, but only because my basketball team is playing on it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do, I do, I do feel bad for TNT because uh, you know, and I, I actually saw an ad for it while I was watching the basketball game, and I'm like, yeah, no, not happening. Well, so, it's kind of like when you, uh, when you know a story, you know the end of the story, and we're going to all find the end of her story in two weeks, whatever they decide it's going to be. And they keep yeah. telling us they filmed two, they filmed a compelling ending, one of them, and the other one is, you know, putting a, a button on it. I don't know what that means, but um, a bow tie on it, the yeah. finishing of the story, depending on what ABC decides. Well, we all know when you also in the same article talk about how they're still in negotiations with people that they're planning on season nine. So um, having said all that, you sit there and you go, gosh, just like you just said about your DVDs, I can't watch TNT right now. 
when Castle's on there. And it's terrible yeah. because yeah. it would come on and I could sit down and keep watching. I mean, I've, I have memorized these episodes just like all of you out there have. You know, it's in yeah, conversation. Yeah, I could do work yeah, you could do work to it. You could, because you just, you, you knew what the flow was. I mean, literally the only time I ever turned off an episode of Castle was a repeat of Heartbreak Hotel because I can't stand that episode. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I will just, I will, I've rambled enough. I will conclude by saying uh, this has been a, a phenomenal character. Thank you, Andrew Marlowe, for creating, you know, uh, the the framework and the idea and the concept for this flawed and yet courageous and, and, and brilliant and smart and sophisticated, but, you know, a bit childlike sometimes in, in the emotional department, you know, just kind of covering the gamut. So thank you to Andrew for creating the, the, the you know, framework for her and then, you know, God loves Donna for just embodying and just, you know, building this character that we could all relate to and that we could all learn from and love and cry with and laugh with. And um, it's just been, it's been a phenomenal ride. I'm sorry it's going to end in two weeks, but I mean, at the end of the day, we got seven years, you know, some people are, are not lucky enough to, to have a TV show that they can really relate to and and get a lot of joy from and I'm sorry that it's ending this way that it's going to leave such a bad taste in in so many people's mouths because it was such a phenomenal show and character and you know we were really lucky beautifully said well said yeah well said thank you if I had a glass of something I'd raise it (laughs) in a toast right now I do so I'll just I'll I'll drink it on your behalf. There you go. Thank you, Cheers. Kate. <laughs> Cheers. Um, thank you, Kate, very much. Um, okay, so we got a couple more ladies to speak with tonight. So let's bring our friend Lisa Caputo in here. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to STR. Hello, hi, Lisa. I've missed you guys. I know we've missed you. I'm glad you called group, in tonight. Thank group you. hug. Nah. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, they started airing the show here. Um, it used to—I used to be able to watch it at seven and then do my reviews after. But um, after the winter break, they came back at, with it at ten o'clock. So it was writing on mm. Tuesdays instead of on Mondays, and that screwed up my whole schedule. So messed everything I up. I know. No, 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 please. Well, we're glad you could be here tonight. And um, and so just thinking back, you know, about Beckett and. I mean, what is what has she meant to you, and how is this kind of how? I mean, you have a unique position because you review the show, and mm-hmm. so you you come at it from one perspective, kind of like on a you know more writerly point of view. But then there's you just as the viewer, yeah. um, and so how is how have you been taking this kind of news, and what has Beckett really grown to mean to you over all these years? Well, I think I think everyone's brought up most of the points that I would have brought up about the character. I think everybody sort of feels the same way about the character. And it's, it's part of why um, for some people it's, it's the main reason why for others, it's it's part of why they've watched the show for all these years. And um, it really invested. I mean, we've, we've all invested seven years into it. Even people, you know, I know sometimes they're referred to as casual viewers, but you know, people that watch the show every week and, you know, don't do Twitter and social media and, 
um, you know, websites and, and all that kind of stuff who, who just watch every week. I mean, they, they're, they've invested seven years as well as, as we have into the show. And it's, it's very sad to see it end this way. Um, I think the, the character, aside from what everybody else has said, is to me, it also, it also taught this message of it doesn't matter, you know, what you've been through in your life. It doesn't matter how hard things have been. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, how many, how many different things get thrown your way, but there's always hope that, you know, you can sort of rise above that and, uh, and be better for it. And I think that's, that's what her character has always, um, shown that, you know, she's, she's very flawed. She's made her mistakes, but at the end of the day, she's always come out of it better for having gone through those situations. Um, and I think that's a rare thing that we, we don't Mm -hmm. see very often on TV. It's, you know, especially female characters, they're they're one extreme or the other. They're either you know weak, vulnerable, dependent on other people, um, or they're strong. But you know, you never really see both sides of the character. And and in, mo- in many cases too, it's also um, you know maybe sending a bad message that a lot of female characters on TV, including the strong ones, um, you know, I mean they're. Uh, what they have to wear on the show and the the way they have to act on the show and even promoting the show, what, what actresses are, are expected to do to promote the show basically by selling themselves as opposed to selling the characters they represent. Um, I think that was something that uh, I always respected with, with Andrew Marlowe and the way that he sort of went about the show. It was never using sex to sell it. It was never using, you know, cheap, um, you know, cheap action and, and thrills and everything. It was just a very solid story. And I think it was uh, at a time when you didn't have a lot of that on TV and you still don't. Um, and I think that's sort of the saddest thing is, is seeing that that vision of, of what this show could be it has sort of in some ways declined this year as well, which was to be expected with different showrunners. You're going to have different visions and everything. And um, I, I feel bad for them as well, because I think they, I don't believe at all that the writers knew that this was happening. Um, I don't think they could have known. I don't think they would have known. Um, it's just not how typically that works in, in the industry. Um, but, you know, they wrote, they wrote this season, they planned this season to go for this, big finale and I think the whole point was showing growth in her character that um, she's finally sort of come to accept that she doesn't need necessarily need other people um, including Castle and she does emotionally and and for her own um, you know for her own self as well but I mean she could have gone after Loxat herself she could have done this all on her own but it was coming to terms with the fact that she didn't want to like she's capable she's strong she's more than than capable of doing this job um, but really she's, she feels that she's better with him than without him. And, um, you know, that it's not in a, in a way of, you know, I'm weak and I need you to do this for me, but it's, I want you to be there with me. Um, and that's what love is all about. It's, you know, wanting the other person to be involved, even if you don't necessarily need them to be, um, you know, to be there for you kind of thing. So I think this season was sort of planned for her to have this, this journey towards discovering that, you know what, I've always sort of done everything on my own, but I don't want to do everything on my own anymore. I want to be with him and I want, you know, every day to spend with him and, and, uh, you know, take down locks that together and then 
right off into the sunset. And um, I think the two endings they had planned, one would have been if ABC decided to, to end the show, you know, give us the happy ending, them riding off into the sunset. And we know they're going to be okay. And we know based on other things that Andrew and, and Terry have written before, we know how their story would eventually turn out with the, the kids and her being a senator and, and him, it was a Pulitzer Prize that he won. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things that were predicted for the purpose of showing us, you know, when the story does end, this is where it's going to go from there. So we don't always have to wonder, oh, you know, what would have happened to them? Like we knew, we knew what was going to happen to them. Um, mm-hmm. I think the problem is, is that they were also planning for, well, if we get renewed for season nine, we want to have this big cliffhanger, um, which most of the time is, is what shows do and what this show has historically done. But I think the problem with that is whatever they intended to do um, is going to kind of be left up in the air now, because if they had plans for, we're going to have this great cliffhanger and their lives are in, in danger and we don't know what's going to happen. And we've had that many times, but you always know they're going to survive and you know that they're going to come back next season. And it may be difficult. They may be things that they have to work through or things that they have to overcome from whatever that cliffhanger was. Um, but you always knew that they would do this together. They would, they would come back and everything would be fine. And I think the problem is, is it's, I don't think we're going to get an ending. I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, necessarily that uh, even if it's implied that she's dead, that, that the two of them, their lives are in danger. I think it's going to be a next season we find out, yes, she has died, you know, that, that she didn't survive. Castle did survive. Like it's that not even having the finality of if you were going to kill off this character, if that was decided previously, if Stana had decided, you know what, I don't, I don't want to come back for a ninth season. I have other things I want to do. Um, at least give the finality to that character and to the story um, as much as it still would sort of go against everything the story has always been about, which was that theme that fate brought them together. They would overcome everything. They would live happily ever after. And this was that type of love story. Um, you know, I think if, if, if they had at least decided to give closure to it and say, no, this is how it's going to end. It's, I think it's just, it's, it's sad to think that it's going to just be sort of left up in the air and then just talked about next season that this is what happened. Cause if you can't bring her back, then you can't show, you know, any scenes with her, you know, a goodbye between her and castle. Like she knows this is the end. It's all that kind of stuff, right. That it's just going to be a, well, it's kind of interesting that you say that from that point of view, because when I first read the deadline article, I, I just happened to be on Twitter at work when it just popped up. I think I was like the, one of the first people to read it. And I was stunned at how they worded it in such a way that, but due to budgetary cost cutting yeah. measures for both Stana and Tamala, why yeah. would they single them out if it was a budgetary um, issue? And then yeah, later I, to find out from the other cast members, well, we don't know if we're coming back as well, that whole scenario. I believe whoever um, gave this information to Deadline or however they found this out and you know that response from ABC, I bet you they would like to take back, but they can't. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I, I firmly believe... The reality is 
um, what we'll find out probably weeks later what really happened or over time, everything comes to light. Everything sees the light of day. I don't care if you're, you know, 10 or 100. Eventually, every true story comes out about whatever happened. So, I mean, I think we just have to bide our time for that real story to to unfold. But I think you're hitting it all right on the head, Lisa. I think um, a, a lot of people feel exactly the way you're describing. Mhm. And it's it's tough for me too cuz I'm I haven't even done my review from from last night's episode but um I'm I'm still trying to sort of forget all this that happened. And I I don't I don't know if it was I don't think it was the network that leaked it cuz I don't see how that would have benefited them in any way like even though you say, you know, we all think oh, there's there's no such thing as bad publicity there is such a thing as bad publicity, and this is horrible publicity for the show right now. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to go out with a bang at the end of the season, um, I don't think that this was something that they were planning on announcing at any point until the end of the season. Um, and and I don't think that they were really that foolish to think that there wouldn't be a backlash from this. So I don't think it was necessarily the network that did it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, or it could have been somebody at the network that didn't agree with the decision and decided to, you know, make some money off of putting the, the comment out there. Um, you know, who knows what the situation was, but I, I, I think it's, it's exactly true. Like this, this wasn't how this should have all gone down. And I don't believe that it was a budgetary thing because there's, I mean, I wrote an article on it a couple of weeks ago. There, there were so many other, ways that you could save money and like unless this is the dumbest group of network executives ever which I don't think they are um you know it, it, there were so many other ways if you were going to do a shortened season anyways you'd make a fortune off of having a shortened season that's promoted all year as being the final season because everybody mm-hmm. comes back to watch the final season mm-hmm. and you know they could have done 13 episodes which would have cost them half the amount of of a regular season you could have brought everybody back. You could have even pitched the idea to the actors of this is the final season, you know, we, we need to make some, some cuts and sort of negotiate whether or not you can come up with other ways of, of them making money without necessarily having their salaries all go up. Um, you know, from what I understand, nothing was ever negotiated. There was no negotiating happening with with Stone and certainly not, not Tamala because they wouldn't negotiate with the... Um, the ensemble cast, they they always do the lead the lead actors first, and even last year, as we saw, they negotiated with Nathan before they negotiated with Stana. So um, clearly, you know these these weren't discussions that had taken place of what what can we do, what can we offer. It was just a flat out decision that, for whatever reason, these two are going to be off the show next year, um, and it obviously it does bring up questions of is it coincidence that they're both women. Um, you know, was was there more going on behind the scenes? And all that stuff, like you said, is that's all going to come out eventually. And if, you know, if any of the rumors that have been coming out are true, um, I think that's going to cause an even bigger backlash than what we see now. And I think that's a backlash that, if this is true, would, would ruin careers o- over it. Because I've we've seen this, this sort of thing happen on, on TV before. And once you're labeled as somebody that doesn't want to work with their coworkers to the point of actually, you know, mm-hmm. demanding not to work with your coworkers. That's, that's not a good reputation to have. And, and I, it, it's hard to know what's true because it's, there's evidence we can see that supports some of the rumors that have come out. 
Um, but it's sort of that what came first, the chicken or the egg scenario. Like, do there, do the, does the evidence really support the rumor? Or was the rumor created because people sort of saw these, these hints right. of possible evidence? Like, what really, what really happened? We, we won't know for a while. Probably we'll know once the show ends. I don't think we'll know before that um, because people would still be under under certain contracts that they're not allowed to talk about things like that. But eventually all these things come out. I mean, you always see the behind the scenes specials on shows and what really happened behind the scenes. But as a business, I think, um, and (laughs) it's so ironic and I'm going to use that word because in Hollywood right now, the big push is where, where are all the women directors? Where are all the women, you know, stars? And (laughs) this is really smacking really badly of uh, from a woman's perspective, a lot yeah. of things that ABC does not probably want to have to deal with. So, no. um, I mean, it's their problem to deal with. I mean, I, yeah. I think um, in, in the end, we'll find out. So months from now, maybe a yeah. year from now, whenever, we'll know. So, Well, and I mean, it, and it could have been too. We, I, I, I honestly believe if, if Paul Lee, who was the, the former president, if he was still around, this would not have happened. Um, he he very much supported Castle from the very beginning, and ABC is a network that I watch a lot of shows on because they've always, rather than some other networks that sort of go with you know let's say NCIS or CSI, like have one franchise um, or Law and Order, have one franchise that you build your your network around, and you have like six different shows that all use that same franchise to to sell it, even though they're all different shows. Um, Whereas ABC has always been more about putting original stories out there. They don't have a huge amount of reality TV. Um, a lot of their programming is scripted shows. They've always sort of believed in regular storytelling on television and dramatic storytelling um, with really interesting characters and, and, and strong storytelling. You know, Shonda Rhimes obviously has put out a lot of a lot of great shows, all of which are very different from each other but have similarities. Um, and ABC's always been very supportive of um, all of the different people. That, I mean, they even had a, a, supposedly a, a multi a multi show deal with Andrew Marlow that he was going to produce more shows for them. So, um, you know, they've always been very good about backing the shows that they really believe in. And Castle was one of them. You know, despite all these criticisms for many many years that it was going to get canceled because of low ratings, and it, it still survived on ABC. ABC still supported the show very much. Um, and possibly the downfall was having another president come in at ABC and maybe wanting to clean house a little bit and try to, you know, freshen up some things. And maybe there's shows that, that this person doesn't necessarily believe um, the network should continue with. And, you know, we'll, we'll never know that. We, well, not that we'll never know the truth, but we won't know the truth for, for a while still, but, you know, it definitely will come out and, and, you know, it's, but at, at the end of the day, it None of that's going to matter to us at that point. It's you. You still at this point ruined the story behind all this, and that's for me. I think that's the hardest thing. Is I feel. Um, I mean, I, I won't watch season nine at this point. There's to me the story ends with either if by some miracle ABC does come to their senses and say, you know what, the show's going to tank next year. Let's just end it this season um, and give us that that series finale ending that they had planned this year. Um, if not, it ends at Hollander's Woods, and I just pretend like this whole season was just, you know, a bad fan fiction that 
you know, and and I and I don't blame the writer. I think the writers did the best they could, the best they yeah. could, because they also had things too that it bothered us as viewers. And and uh, I mean, I this is not my favorite season. I'll I'll full out admit that. Um, but I think they did the best with what they had available yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were working with actors needing diff- more time off and you know, Stan and Nathan not being able to be on set all the time together with, even if the other rumors that go along with that aren't true, we at least know that both had more time off than usual, which means that you're missing a full day with both of them on set, which at that point, yeah, you have to sort of separate them for parts of the episodes or you give more, more time to your, um, your supporting cast, which in this kind of situation doesn't always work because people are still watching for your lead actors. Um, so I think they did the best with what they could. And it, it makes me really upset that since the news came out, I can see not so much this week's episode, but um, the last couple, I can see where they were going with the season. And it, it angers me not only that this business decision, which it's part of TV, it's part of the business, but when the business conflicts with the creative and and destroys the creative process of of the storytelling that's that's not what's supposed to happen you know it's yes it's a business but at the same time you're you're creating a story that people are investing in and at this point a business decision has essentially ruined seven years of storytelling because everything that we were we believed in everything that Andrew and Terry built in this show those themes of fate and those themes that no matter what happens, they're going to get through it and they're, um, they're going to overcome everything and they're going to be together. And this future that they had already set in place for what was going to happen to them, all of that goes out the window now, along with everything the showrunners did this year to try to sort of freshen up the show and, and, you know, possibly lead things into a season nine, hoping that they would be able to do enough this year that would, that would get them a season nine, which it did. Um, except that it's not going to be the season that anybody had planned. And um, it's sort of, um, for me, I think that's the hardest thing, is just coming to terms with the fact that after all this year, all the, all this time of all these people investing time and energy into telling this story, at the end of the day, it, it's not going to end at all the way it should have ended. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think what Elena said earlier was very true, that we were all just waiting for the story to end because we knew it was mm-hmm. time, um, yep. and this was not it was not leading where we wanted the story to end, so to speak. Yeah, we, we all. I mean, Terry has said it many a time, and many other fans how we'd like you know just have them walk off, you know together you know yeah. we know they're together and just leave us there you know and then yeah. we can go rewatch all these old episodes because we know how the story exactly ended. and and if you if you were intending at any point that this was going to be the last season of the story that we know and, and that's why i i don't think anybody was i don't think for sure that the writers were told like at the beginning of the season hey this is going to be the last season with with stana because you wouldn't have written the way that they wrote this season, you would have ended it with, you would have written it with more finality, with more closure to the story. Um, yeah. I think the intention was to sort of rebuild the show because it's, it's, it's an aging show and you're, you're trying to sort of freshen things up. Um, I don't think all of what they did worked. Um, you know, obviously there were a lot of fans that were upset about all the separation and, and the locks at, um, but at the end of the day, I think they their intentions were were right, and I think they were trying to sort of aim for this big finale and 
at the end of the season, hoping that if they got another um, another pickup for next year, then they could come back and that would assumably be probably the last season. And then you would start sort of closing off all these stories. And I think it, it sort of robbed everybody of the opportunity to get that closure because even look at what's going to happen with Laney. Like we all know that there's got to be something that happens with Beckett. Um, her life's going to be left in the balance, likely castles as well. Um, and then we'll find out next season. I mean, we already know she's not coming back. So, um, you know, it, it, it'll be something. I don't think there's a realistic way to have her not be involved in the story because why would it make sense at this point that she would just up and leave? Like, even, And having stuff happen off screen, you know, that's that's a way of keeping her alive. But at the same time, it's it, again, defeats the purpose of them being in love and being together and overcoming everything to be together because if they're separated again for another year, you know, that's that sort of negates that whole everything that we've sort of believed in. I think the only way that they, they do it is probably by killing the character. And unfortunately that also leads to either the most depressing show you've ever watched next year, because it would all be, you know, castle mourning her loss and, and avenging her death and all this stuff. You can't go back to, you know, happy fun times solving murders. It, when your wife just, just died, like this woman that you did this with for all these years, it, it just, it changes completely the way the show would be next year. Um, but then you look at, look at Laney as well. And what do you, how do you explain Laney not being there? I can, I, I don't think that they're going to have a big thing in the finale because they didn't know prior to this, that this would be her last episode. So it's going to be a Captain Gates situation again, where it's like, Hey, we're just going to mention next season why Laney's not here anymore. Um, right. And I think, I I just think it's so devastating to think that you, they took everything. They took it away from the fans. They took it away from the writers. They certainly took it away from Andrew and Terry, and they took it away from the cast and crew getting to have that finality and that closure to their characters. And if to think that you could have just done it for 13 more episodes next year, and whether it was money or whether it was anything else that, you know, the rumors have, have pointed at, you couldn't have just sucked it up for 13 episodes and called yeah. it a day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's what angers me about it is regardless of who made the decision, this was a really bad decision and it, it's going to end up creating a, a very big backlash and also destroying what we've spent seven years watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that's that for me, I, I go between being really upset about it and being really angry about it because I think it's just, yeah. I've never seen this on a show that, I mean, I've seen characters killed off. Um, I've seen people leave shows. I've never seen a show like this where it's centered around two people and the show attempt to go forward with one of them. Like if one leaves, it's the show's over in this case, nobody left. They were asked not to come back. So that's a whole different situation. Um, And there was no opportunity for the writers to say, okay, we're going to end the show here. So the only hope now is that ABC decides that, even these budget cuts or whatever you want to call it, um, it's not going to do any good for the show because you're not going to get a new audience next year. It, it's still going to be called Castle. It's to anybody watching TV. It's an, it's a show going into its ninth season. So you're not going to get new viewers tuning in to watch. You could have with a spinoff, which would have been smarter for them to do. Um, and you're going to lose a large portion of your your regular audience and not just those of us that, uh, are on online and, and participate in all these things 
after the show airs. But the people that watch every day, I know tons of people that watch it just on a weekly basis. Who And th- this news was huge here. I mean, I, I was lucky somebody told me about it while I was at work that day because I drove <laughs> driving home. I heard it on the news on my way home. And I probably would have crashed my car <laughs> if I hadn't already known about it because it was just so shocking. And I mean, it was on, it was on the the local news stations. It was on the radio stations. I heard, you know, radio um, hosts talking about it. Um, like it was, it was in the newspaper. It was widely publicized here, whether it was because she's Canadian or, I mean, the show is huge in Canada as well. Um, so I mean, this was big news, and it, it's it's really. Well, what's frustrating is they didn't, they didn't all get the same news. I mean, I had to explain nope. to so many people because they thought she was leaving, wanting to leave. And I'm like, uh, well, no, that's not mm-hmm. how ABC stated it. They yeah. uh, didn't ask her back. And they go, well, did they yeah. fire her? I go, well, usually when you no. don't get asked back to a job, that usually means you're fired. So, yeah. um, I mean, um, and in t- I was telling Elaine, I guess I shouldn't share this, but the entire mailroom <laughs> – came up to my desk that afternoon and they're like, what? (laughs) And I explained to all of them what it actually said. And they're like, oh, well, that's different than what we were told. You know, it's like, so. I mean, here, here it was, they made it very obvious on the, the news that no, or both of them were, were, were basically not asked to come back for another season. And I mean, even the, the radio hosts who again, aren't, you know, they're not, part of the the online fandom and I think a lot of people sort of assume, and maybe ABC assumes that you know the online fandom is a small portion of the audience but we're not talking about you know a small little change with a character that is going to tick off the you know the fans that are really really invested in it and pay that much attention to it this is something that completely changes the dynamic of the show and the whole really the 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 premise of the show I mean people have made jokes about the show jumping the shark before, but this, this is the exact definition of jumping the shark when you change the premise of the show. And the premise of the show was a mystery writer following a cop around as his muse to write books. And that's, this has jumped the shark if you don't have her next season. So, you know, I think it's, it's not just, you know, the, the million or so fans online that are, are going to stop watching. It's the, you know, 13, 14 million fans in, in North America alone, plus all over the world, that are going to look at this show and say, this is not what we've, what we've been watching for, you know, for eight seasons. So we're, yeah, we're done with this. We're, whereas I think a spinoff, I mean, you could have done a spinoff with Ryan and Esposito. I would have watched it. You could have done a spinoff with Alexis and Haley, even I know they're not everybody's favorite character, but I think you probably could have gotten an audience for that. But to try to do Castle without, without half of love story, just it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. That's something that I I just I don't understand the logic of it. Is what you said. Um, you're gonna lose some, probably the majority of your audience. And are you trying to build a new audience nine seasons in? Like, yeah. I don't understand what the thought process is here. So. Um, it's very frustrating because I, you know, you just feel like this was done very, like callously probably, mm-hmm. and um, so this character, this story, um, that deserved a proper ending that was, you know, that would have been eight or possibly a short nine uh, seasons in the making, as opposed to, well, we're gonna 
shoot to endings and however the network comes down to renewal or not renewal, that'll decide how yeah. we actually end the episode, which you know right right from there it's going to be like, well, it's going to be pretty crappy in comparison to what mm. we had hoped to see and it's just it, it's it's just there's it's just there's nothing good about this it. it's yeah. crappy all around and um it's not certainly not the writer's fault you know because they are powerless in this and they're just yeah. working with what they had and doing the best they could and i and i'm sure you know like you know there are writers leaving the show too now like yep. left and right so i mean i can't imagine and you'll see this more all... of that in the next few weeks i'm sure i'm sure and this is not this isn't just a coincidence you know that they're like okay well i'm going to move no. on to something new now um it's just not i mean i'm sure that they're not happy with how things are being run in the direction of the story and they're just they've not that i'm trying to um say what other people are doing, but... <laughs> Good for you, Rob Hanning. Uh, so, yeah, so Rob Hanning's moving on to Hawaii Five-O. Chad uh, Gomez is, is moving on to um, uh, and New Orleans. The, uh, yeah, right now. So, so um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's very frustrating. I don't. I it's. I don't understand it. There's almost like no words <laughs> to really put it to really. Uh, clarify like i don't understand what and where are the statements being made that can mm-hmm. help us understand this and understandably sana is kind of like you know really low, laying low and yeah. i'm sure she's very i'm sure she's very sad right now one way or the other so well, yeah, and i think um, and i think now we're we're going to have a new moonlighting curse is going to go out the window and if if any of what's come up is true, then it, they're going to start calling it the castle curse because it's <laughs> yeah. when you yeah. can't work with your coworkers and you get one fired. <laughs> you know, like it's it, that's what that's what it's going to be is, is shows that go on for all this time and then end without any reasonable ending. It's going to be the castle curse. Yeah, I I would have to agree. Um, so congratulations, you've got a curse yeah. named after you. Yay. Okay, um, so thanks, Lisa, for um, calling in tonight and sharing. Now, I know that there are a few other people waiting uh, in the queue, but um, we're going to wrap up our show for tonight, and we're going to continue next week in our conversation um, about Beckett and what she means to you, and uh, we'll have another question next week to add on to the conversation. So if you didn't get to talk tonight, never fear. Um, We will get you in first next week just like we did last week but we are going to run out of time for tonight in just a few minutes um but before we go i just there's um one person who sent us a comment uh she's sent us a comment from peru and is not able to call in um and so this is the comment it's just from fiorella in lima peru and she says, Dear Stana, maybe you won't read this, but let me tell you this. I feel so sad about the news. Castle was my favorite show. I started watching it because of my mom, and when she passed away a year ago, nothing made me feel okay except watching Castle. You guys made me smile again after my loss. This show made my days matter again. You made me laugh and cry during all seasons. Stana, you are such a good actress, and we will miss you like hell. 
There's no castle without Beckett and Beckett without castle. It's like an end of an era. I wish you all the best in the world. I know you're going to be huge, and we are going to keep supporting you no matter what, always. Sincerely, your biggest fan, although I know you have lots of biggest fans, Fiorella from Lima, <laughs> Peru. Well said. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, this is... Well, let's go, let's just, go ahead and give them next week's question, yeah. and they can be thinking about it. It might be helpful if we tell them in advance. In, indeed. Thank you, Cheryl. You read my mind. Okay, so for our second question that we're going to pick up with next week, um, what is your all-time favorite Kate Beckett moment? So continuing in our tribute to Beckett, next week come come prepared to share your all-time favorite Kate Beckett moment. Um, and great discussion tonight, guys. Thank you to everyone out there who's just listening and maybe doesn't feel like they can participate because they're very emotional or not really sure how to put their feelings into words. But just know that we're all together in this kind of boat of misery. So it's good to not <laughs> be alone. Yeah. It's good to commiserate. Um, but also um, just letting who Donna know. Keep going. Go ahead, Cheryl. Well, it's no, like... But- you just you just said it. A lot of people have you know demonstrated with um, um, pictures and art and everything about our, our ship is taking on water right now, um, mm-hmm. and that's very apropos. So um, we're all in this together, and we all feel the same way in many aspects, the same way. But Indeed. keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to nope. interrupt your comment. No, no, no. I was just kind of kind of just rambling, I guess. But um, it's gonna. It's going to be all right. We're going to we're going to kind of get through this together and then we're going to continue to support Stana no matter what she does next cuz whatever it is it's going to be amazing. Um and so come back next week for part 2 of our tribute to Kate Beckett and bring with you your favorite Kate Beckett moment. All right, Cheryl? <laughs> yes, all right, Elena. Mia, right. study hard. I hope you do well yeah, in your math. Good luck on your final, Mia. Ooh, you could do it. Good night, everyone. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Stana Talk Radio. If you you like what you heard, you can subscribe to our show and iTunes podcast so you'll never miss an episode. You can also access our show archives and additional information about STR at www.stanatalkradio.com.